Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from anywhere you are listening to me in the world. My name is Anu Adeyemi. I'm back as your host on my companion podcast where I listen to people, where I hear their opinions personally, love, faith, and lifestyle. And yeah, we are still on our Valentine's special where we bring in couples that are married, yeah, and they share their love story, they share their opinion concerning marriage, depending on how is it going and, you know, things like that. So just giving us proper gist. And yeah, we have a new guest, this couple. They're newly married, and I'm so excited <laughs> to have them here. It's so, so exciting. Let's go for Mr. and Mrs. Asha K. Good evening, everybody. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining. For it's a pleasure. Thank yeah. you. So, so, of course, so let's meet you. What's the name? What do you do? You know, my sisters. <laughs> okay. Good evening, everyone, once again. My name is Olumidea Shake. Um, I'm a native of Ekiti State. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> it's very <laughs> <to be> precise. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm into printing business. I'm the founder of Majesty Prints. Majesty Prints is a printing company situated inside of Afrika Olowo University, Ilefe, and we're into printing, branding, and customization. We print cards. We print certificates. We print paper bag, Jota magazine, yearbook, talk of any printing. And we also brand, we brand for companies, both corporate and individual branding. And also we customize shirts, cap, oh, <laughs> um, souvenirs, uh, tote bag. Think of anything printing where your wow. best player. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so okay, I understand you. Let me also say something about myself now. Okay, my name is Motorayo Hashake. Uh, my maiden name is Badebo, so people know me as Motorayo Badebo until this year, January 8th, when I changed my status. And no. I, <laughs> I, I shared you shared your name, Abi. I actually, please don't let us go into that. I, you know, it's dreadful. Okay, don't worry. I accept. I accept. <laughs> so I'm into farming. I do organic farming basically. I train and coach farmers. I mentor farmers across the world. I have a community of farmers. I do farm consultations. I am into poultry farming, goat farming. I do rabbit farming and snail farming. Then I sell medication. I make organic medications for farm animals. I sell across Nigeria. Yeah. I sell beds. They hold beds everywhere, you know. And I'm also uh, an executive director at Majesty Print. My yes, husband's so. business. So, <laughs> yes, I'm most honest. So, and aside that, I am the founder of LBM with Motorik Badibo. That's live business and money series with Motorik Badibo. It's my own personal podcast. Then I founded a group for women called Battlefront. Mm. There we have our prayer meetings. Women yeah, pray for right. their homes and marriages. So, yes, that one was yes, founded sir. last year in November. Yes, basically. Yeah, this cabbage on you, man. Yeah, I encourage you guys to join in. Mm-hmm. Like, I was part of the one that. And I'm saying changes fast. Then don't worry, we will just behind behind those stuff. So yeah, yeah. Can you, uh, let us in on how you guys both met. Like this love is one thing. thing. You can like, just laugh okay. at this thing. Let me go first. Love, love <laughs> yes, our love story is actually very intriguing, encouraging, and you know, it's a, it's a special kind. So I want to go first, please. Okay. How we met 2016, I was in a very low state, low place in my life. Like I was sick, August 2016. I was sick and I was admitted at school's health center. And that was the same year that I changed my department as well and started from scratch. 
because of health challenges. So when I was admitted, I had a friend then, Belumi. The friend actually he was into me like he wanted to he wanted something he wanted to date me and to ask me how to you know there are some certain kinds of friends that you don't even have to pray about them you just know that this one is a no-no so that was him i just i told him about it that nothing can happen between both of us but we can be friends so i told him about my health then that i was sick and admitted then he said he was going to check me at the health center. So when he was coming, that was how he just came with a friend of his majesty. Mm-hmm. Right. That's my husband. So anytime I say majesty, <laughs> that's my husband. So he came with him and I was so angry and pissed because I was just like, how will you be coming to meet me, like to see me here in this kind of state, you know? I was really down. If I was the way I was then, I can't even explain now. So it was, it was a bad situation. So I didn't expect that. I would just see a stranger like that. So it was too shocking for me to have him. So I expressed my displeasure to Belumi. And I told him that I didn't like the fact that he came with somebody without my permission. So he apologized that he couldn't call me alone because it was a female ward. So that was how I met him. And he prayed for me that day and left. After... He left. After they both left, my mom was with me then too at the health center. So she came from Ibado to stay with me. So after they left, a few days, maybe five, six days, I don't know, they discharged me. So my mom took me back to Ibado to stay with her. It was around um, Ideo Kabir holiday. So she just said I should come home so that I can. I could recuperate faster and rest. So I followed her home and they fixed a test for us then, the psychology test, a course I was offering from psychology department. They fixed it then. I'd been at the health center for like weeks and I've not been able to read. So I had to rush back to Ife. It was so bad. Like I didn't like the situation and I found myself. I didn't know where to even start reading. So when I got back to Ife, I asked to tell Kwelumi about the whole thing that, because Kwelumi was in psychology department, that I don't understand how I'm going to start to read this course and all of that. So he told me that, Majesty was organizing a tutorial for people offering the course that I can just join them. Uh, so, so that rather than reading and studying on my own, mm-hmm, uh, even mm-hmm. among other people, that I'm going to get it faster. So it was a brilliant idea for me and I joined them. And when I got there, I did, I did tutorial. So, okay, okay. Let, me, let me take you from this. Uh, so... I, I was holding the tutorial and I'm this kind of person that um I I won't I won't say I'm straight but I'm disciplined. So okay. So she actually came late to the tutorial and when she came I told her to stand up that she was going to stand for 30 minutes. Even though you knew that I was sick. Okay. <laughs> So, eventually, Pelumi had to plead on her behalf, so I allowed her to sit. Now, something happened during the tutorial that I can't even explain. I cannot. <laughs> what actually happened was that I realized after the tutorial that all through the tutorial, I was using her for example. Illustration. Illustration. You didn't just realize after. Somebody, a lady actually made mention that why yes, is it, it just this? Grace. Uh, it was grace. It was grace. Why is it just this lady that you are using as illustration? Is there something? Is there chemistry? <laughs> yeah, sincerely, sincerely, it was, I was doing it unconsciously. Uh, hmm. The day of I was Wait, now. <laughs> yeah, no. I wasn't conscious about it, sincerely. She was not even sitting in front of me, but um. I don't know. It was just me. Uh-huh. It was just, uh, <laughs> I have that effect on people, actually. That effect. <laughs> so, effect so, you were even friends then. Uh, so, why were, like, how many ladies were there that it was just me? 
Four no, ladies. Oh, we will not talk about that one here. Four ladies. I can still remember. So four ladies were yes. there. It was just me. Hmm. Okay. All right. So we the tutorial was to last from morning to evening. So we decided to go on break around one. It was a 30 minutes break, and I told them strictly 30 minutes. If you come okay. late, there will be punishment. Hmm. By the time others came back, I realized she didn't come back. I was so sad. So <laughs> yeah, let me explain what happened. <laughs> so okay. After the okay, give us 30 minutes. It was a wonderful um tutorial, actually. Oh, yeah. like, great teacher. So after that, that time. Again. Thank you. Okay, so after that time, he gave us 30 minutes break. I just felt that okay, rather than staying around and taking junks, me I'm just I was just getting better. So we were having the tutorial at um, social sciences faculty basement, and my host cell was Moremi Hall. It was just a stone throw. So I knew I could just get my hostel and eat something good. When I got to the hostel, I don't know, maybe it's village people again. <laughs> I just started feeling sick all over again. Like it was, it started small, wow. like it started like a play. Then it became something that was really serious. I had to call my school son to come pick me up at my hostel. I couldn't even go to the health center alone. He had to sit behind me on the bike, took me to the health yeah. center again. I landed and they admitted me again. But not all that, uh, before I left the tutorial, I dropped my bag, my bag yeah. and my book were there. So it was just my phone I took. So let me just eat. So I didn't even plan for anything sickness like that. Yeah. Let me just eat and come back. So that was how I found myself on the hospital bed again. You know, that was so embarrassing actually. <laughs> so because I didn't know how I was going to get my bag without people knowing that I was back at the hospital. So I had to tell my school son to go get my bag. I I told him that he should quickly go before the 30 minutes break and he should just pick my bag without telling anybody. He went there and came back to me saying he didn't find my bag. So I had no choice than to call Kwelumi again, who was my holy friend there, to inform okay. him to bring my bag to me. And I, I remember that begged him that day, that as you are coming, just don't tell anybody. I don't want anybody to come here to come and visit mm -hmm. me. Yeah. I'm a very private person. I just want my bag. Just know how you're going to carry it without anybody with sense. <laughs> just carry it and get to me. And that was how he was coming with an entourage. <laughs> After the, you were the entourage. So, After so begging was him. an entourage. <laughs> and he came with majesty again. So I was just yeah. so embarrassed that, okay, last week I was just discharged. This week I'm back to the health center yeah. and this guy has to know every single time that I'm sick. Are you kidding me, my roommate? And it started begging me again. I couldn't come alone. All right. I didn't know that it was destiny or God that was guiding him. So yeah. he brought my bag and he came and I started expressing my, uh, my disappointment after then I, I expressed re uh, regrets because we covered four topics in the morning. We were supposed to cover four topics again. So the test was supposed to cover eight topics in all. I was able to do just half and I've not been reading. And the test was the next day. So when wow. I said that, Majesty now came in. He told me that I should not bother my head with that at that moment. I should just try and relax so I can get better and respond to the treatment. Maybe I can speak with the doctor to discharge me that day or the next morning because this was supposed mm -hmm. to be for 4 p.m. the next day. And he promised that he was going to take only me from morning till 4 p.m. if I was discharged. So this is a total stranger offering me favor. And I gladly took it because I, I needed it. My beggar doesn't have choice. So even though I was angry that he came, I was also thankful that as he came, he was able to help me. So the next day I begged the doctors, I I probably bullied them. They discharged me. 
in the morning, I called Belumi to send me his number, Majesty's number. So he forwarded it to me via text. I called him and told me to come to the Awu cafeteria to read. So we, we went, I got there, I was seated. As he was coming out of his room to come and see me at the reading room of Awu, he was staying at Awu Hall then. When he came, he was coming, he didn't even come with book. He was coming with Bible. Wow. I was like, this guy is proud. I don't understand. I don't understand this level of pride. Wait. How can you become what is the connection between Bible and pride? No, you feel that okay, let me explain what she did so that people can understand me. <laughs> when he came with Bible, okay, we, we exchange presentry. How are you feeling today? I feel good. Let's start. Let's just start. It's psychology that brought us here. Then he opened Bible, started telling me about Jesus healing and all of that. I was, ah, I was so disappointed. I was so embarrassed, not disappointment. Oh. I was like, ah. so is, does this guy, is he trying to tell me about God? Because I don't understand. Is it because of my situation that he wants to be, you know, all those kind of feelings? That, yeah. Is he trying to share again me? That was how I felt. I didn't know that it was harmless because I felt that I uh, want to today, you know, all those kind of things. Yeah, I, I, I tried to dance. Yes. So it just, although it made it brief, and we started psychology, and it was that good. It was very really good at teaching. I understood everything. Even my mother and people that have been reading for weeks, he gave me like tips, like. He's a very, very shallow guy. Very shallow. Let's not be talking about the shallowness. Okay. So that was how we went for the exam together. And okay. Uh, okay, I think he followed me. I took like I, I shall went for the exam. And later we didn't see for weeks until one day. Okay, so um, after the tutorial, after I took her, I also prayed for you before you left. Yes, yes. pray for me. I mean, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I, I didn't know that you are a pastor. I wasn't a pastor. Okay. I have never been a pastor. Why do people call me pastor? To your it's door? because you look like one. You act like one too. Okay, so we left for the test. And after the, the exam, I reached out to her and asked Alpha about the exam. She said it was great. She did well. I was happy. And that was it. We lost contact for some weeks. Okay. Yes. So later on, I, I just felt the nudge within me that I need to reach out to this lady. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. That wasn't it. Okay. It's just an harmless, you know, concern that I need to hear from her. So I had to get through to her and then one thing led to the other, we became friends and uh, <laughs> you know, there are levels to friendship. Mm, yeah, exactly. There are some friends that you call once in a week. There are some that you call every day and there are some yeah. friends that you must hear their voice before you go to bed mm. every night. Mm. I mean, every Nice. <laughs> so our friendship actually grew also that way. At a point we became very close that people started calling us calling us twins. I was the oh, Tyro. Okay. <laughs> she was the Kenny. And at some point people felt we were a couple. Yes, at some point also people felt that we were lovers. In fact, God. Ah. In fact, can you imagine that at a point she said she was going to divorce me? Yes, as a friend. As a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason was because she said a lot of people think we are lovers that we're in, wow. in a relationship. And if people keep having that um, thought towards us, it's going okay. to keep potential lovers away from her. Can you imagine? And because, oh, can you imagine? Am I not justified? Uh, because of How that, she, did, said she, was going, she said she was going to divorce me. How did that shape? Like, how did you know when to switch it to relationship? How did you propose to her? Like, how did you know the time to propose to her? Can you just let us okay. on that quickly? 
So at a point, I I started feeling with him in that I'm feeling something for this lady. And I'm this kind of person that I'm always sincere and I'm honest. That's one of my core values. So I took time to, to have some reasoning about it. What was really going on within me? It seems I'm getting closer to her every day. The intimacy is building and the affection is getting stronger. So I decided that I was going to talk with her. In fact, I didn't even know that that night she also was planning to end the friendship yeah. because she thought we were so close and it might affect our relationship with other people. So it was it was the night when we finished our exams and we both were in Obafemao Law University, then we were undergraduates. So I I told her I wanted to see her. Then I went to a hostel. We both sat at uh, Moremi basement. So we were discussing. So I told her, I said, Mosraya, come. I'm beginning to have feelings for you. And I'm this kind of person. I don't deceive people. I'm blunt and I'm honest. So I told her, I'm having feelings for you. I don't know. <laughs> These few days, I can't really say I'm feeling. It seems I want more. So she told me that well, <laughs> she was actually planning a different thing. That what she was planning was that she wanted to end the relationship. But since I'm bringing this hope that we should take time to pray about it. So I told her that well, before I eventually make a decision, if I really want to have a relationship with you, give me time to pray about it. Let me know what God is saying. Let me know if, if this is just infatuation or if God is really into this. So, um, during that period, she was, um, her sister, her elder sister was getting married. So she told me that her sister would be getting married in a few days. And I said, okay, that I would come for the wedding. And uh, the fellowship I was attending then also, I, every um, holiday, immediately exam ends, we go into retreat for some days. So I decided that I was going to stay for the retreat and immediately after the retreat, I was going to come to Ibadan for the sister's wedding and then we can also discuss about the issue at hand. So she left the second day, she traveled, but I stayed back in school for the retreat and I kept praying also. And I, uh, there's something I always tell people that before it gets to the point when you start thinking about marriage, who to marry and all, it is better to build a relationship with God. Understand how God speaks to you. Understand the relationship between you and God and all. So it was easy for me to know the direction God was pointing my attention to. I started praying about it and then I got the conviction. So I traveled uh, home to discuss it with her. Okay. <clears throat> so on um, 3rd December, 20. that's 2nd December. 2nd December. Yes, the wedding was on well. So he, he proposed to me and in his words, he said he doesn't want us to be girlfriend and boyfriend. Uh, he really wants us to be serious with this and know that wow. if I'm going to be saying yes, we are going to be getting married. You know, that kind of thing that is just like yeah. a proposal that we are getting married. So that was it. So that one, I had to pray about it because this song that is now serious something. So I, I didn't give him an answer immediately until January 8th, 2017. So that was like a month and five, a month and six days. But actually, before he proposed to me, God had told me a lot. Can you share that with us? Can you share that with us? 
before we even became friends at all, when we were still acquaintances, there was the first day we met to read because we, we decided to be reading together. So there was the first day we met to read at, at mean basement. And then I just had this dream that I got married to, I got married to him. I saw her wedding. So when I woke up from that dream, I started binding the devil. Binding and cast. I bind. In fact, <laughs> I was like, ah, this guy that I just met, what's the meaning of this kind of dream? How will I be? I, because I believe that it might be lost. So I had to pray against any form of loss. What's the attraction? So when we got, um, the next day that we saw ourselves, when I saw him, I was just laughing. Then he now asked me that, why are you laughing? I said, <coughs> that I saw that we, both of us were getting married to each oh, other. And he also laughs, like both of us laugh because it was just like one kind of dream. And also in the beginning, at the beginning of 2016, my father in the Lord, he, he called me. I was in school then, he told my mom that he saw someone a man that I was going to get into a relationship that God was telling him that he's bringing somebody who won't even care about my health and everything like that. So that one, I had kept that promises and I was on the lookout. And also before that time, when I was 16 years, I, I prayed to God. I said, I want the man I'm going to marry to meet me on the hospital bed. The first time we're wow. going to be because I don't want situation that I have to be telling stories, you know, because I've had some, I've had some kind of gist from other people who live my kind of health condition. So I told God, I don't want somebody that will have to be telling stories of everything that I don't want him to meet me in class or on the road or when the day I was, I was fine and beautiful and all of that. I want him to meet me at the hospital bed so that he will know what he was getting into. So it was after he now proposed to me that all those things started, all those dots started connecting. And wow. so I said, oh, this is actually what I had prayed since 16 that I've even taken my mind from, away from. I didn't know that it was going to happen. But it just takes me to know that anything we ask God or tell God yeah, in our conversation, yeah. God takes note of them. God's actually yeah. interested in very tiny details about us. So God kept that. So I now checked the list of the man I had always prayed for. He was sticking everything on that list. He was sticking everything on that from the hometown to every you know. So I knew that okay. Sign the sign. I I got this by the sign. The sign I had asked for is somebody that would meet me at the hospital. So every other guy that we we're proposing to me at that time, but they were about four. So the, every other guy, there was none of them that met that um, prayer point that actually fulfilled that. And so he knew. And in fact, the day he met me at that hospital, I was not going to love myself in the condition that I was. Wow. The way I looked and everything. So I didn't love myself. I used to tell people I didn't love myself that way. So I didn't know that a guy can actually see me in that kind of deep, wow. deep condition. And still, so I knew that this was the prophecy coming into fulfillment. Wow. Wow. That's that okay. My father in the Lord is not somebody that just gives any kind of. So I knew that it is God. So it was very easy for me to pray and then God gave me peace as well and go ahead and hold our dreams for confirmation. So and in on 8th January 2017, I said yes to you. Wow. That's so good to hear, really. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to hear. <laughs> hey, you guys, it's all this love, love on the podcast. <laughs> so, okay, um, I, I would like to ask that you know, it, it's like 2017 and you got married in 2021. That's like a very long uh, relationship, like five years. Yes, so, five years. <clears throat> wow, and I'm the same day that you said. Five. Wow, it was wow. January 8th. Wow, so, that's so good. Was that intentional? We were friends, but it wasn't intentional. Okay, explain yourself. When I told you that day at admin lecture, when I told you that I was going to get married 
in 20, okay, we were just two friends. We were, I didn't even know the conversation we had. So we I was were, saying that we I was going friends. to get married in 2020. Okay. So explain yourself what you said. Okay, actually, we were, we were friends. In fact, we were not even deep in our friendship. So we were discussing it. I think it was even the day you told me that you had a dream that you saw us getting married. So I, I, I think it was that day because we were actually discussing about marriage. Then she said she was going to get married by 2020. And then I told her, I said, you won't be getting married until 2022. She wow. was <laughs> Why would I be saying like what's your whole like it's my it's my life that we are talking about here? Oh Jesus. So so I just I just told her and that was it. In fact, so casually. And now you stamped it by the heavens. Well, I guess it was the spirit. Okay. That that's why you delayed us till 2022. Okay, okay. It wasn't wow. me. Why is even in a relationship? You're not just telling your friend that you are going to because yeah, me, I, I yeah. have noted my life that okay, this is 2016. I would be done in school in 2019. And I I was working on a relationship and 2020 I'd be married. Because my friends and I, we used to say something when we were younger, we say agenda 2020. We're planning wow. that <laughs> But he said that no, it's 2020. I said, I was yeah. your one. Like I wanted to even fight him that day. I was like, oh God, calm down. It's not like your life. Oh. It's not like this thing actually concerns you. But then it's that's no, how it's we find it actually concerns him. Actually concerns. Yeah. So I, I, I like to ask that: How did you guys manage having a, you know, a five-year relationship? How were you guys able to manage emotions? Keep the love going during those period of time? Because five years in a relationship not being, especially in this part of the world where there's a lot of distractions. Yeah. Can you share that with us? Wow. Actually, to me, the five years, it doesn't look like, it didn't look like five years. Like five days? So a short. So, you know, when you're with your friend, somebody that, so it's very easy to wake up and sleep and do the same routine with that same person. So it was actually easy and we were helped by people to our mentors. People were actually on our case. There were people we were going to, listening to them. We were developing ourselves and we got busy too. Um, I mean, actually, I'm a very busy person and he's also busy too. It's businesses. So we are always distracted by businesses and everything. And we were planning a life. Uh, our idea was that we want a marriage that's going to serve purpose so it wasn't even right. about it again for us we just want everything to align so we were busy we were praying attending programs fellowshipping with god strengthening ourselves spiritually we were also doing some certain stuff that we're sparking the romance and making us love up on each other new come and everything. tell us so come and tell us come and discuss how, how are you guys sparking the you have to pay for <laughs> give us companion <laughs> privilege for being on this podcast no worry she'll give you two uh at the next battle front program don't worry she'll give you just two tips <laughs> yeah share 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 with us so okay we we used to go out a lot. I'm not an outing person. I actually prefer indoor, but he loves to go out too. I had to make some sacrifices. And then he also understand, understood me the days I didn't want to. So we ensured going out. We ensured also sharing our journey and our process with people. So a lot of people who were on my, who are on my WhatsApp status, WhatsApp family, they know us, you know. So there's nothing we I, we hid from anyone. We were so open about her relationship, and that was that was very wise advice. People that there's really nothing. If you are serious with somebody and the person is serious with you, you both trust each other, and you know that God is in it. 
no need a lot of people fear village people and all of that so they'll be keeping their journey and everything so you know we're doing things for each other like sometimes like i can help him bab is here he can also help me with some stuff we go for shopping together then we also travel the lot we are traveling to the east north everywhere in nigeria even though we have not gone outside so we're traveling a lot for business uh, family functions <laughs> We did, um, we, we were going for family functions together. We were doing a lot. Then also academically, we were strengthening each other. Then for development also, we were doing courses that were helpful. Then we were also attending programs for couples. So anything we see, maybe church or anything, we would attend. We would attend. So we... We had movie dates and all of these mm-hmm. things. So, so sure. And then we're lighting up with gifts. So, so we're competing with gifts. I give you gifts like this. You want to outsmart me? Like you want to outshine? Wow. So that was yeah. that. We those were the things that we were doing then. And to add to that, I would say that personally for me, the first tip I would give is God. Yes, God. Yeah. Now, as 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 children of God, there are some things we feel we can't discuss with God. But you see, when it comes to me, oh, there's nothing I can't discuss with my father. I'm telling you. Now, we need to understand that we are human beings and we have feelings. And there are yeah. days that are so and there are days that are downs. We must be sincere with one another. Now, the days that they are down, I go to God and I tell God, you need to help me to love this lady. Help me strengthen her love in me. Make sure yeah. that don't love her less. I tell God what I want. And sincerely, God has been helping us. Every day yeah. we, love us. we love each other more. Yeah. We love each other the more. So um, we need to understand that that you need to keep God in that relationship at time every day as the journey proceeds. Make sure God is proceeding with that journey. Don't leave God behind. If I don't put God at the back seat, yeah, let yeah. him be the one that is handling the wheel. Let him be the one. It's very important. And yeah. also, we. We discuss with each other. We are open-minded. We don't so keep anything from each other. Communication is very important in relationship. Even till now, I find it hard to keep something from her. There was a time there was an issue that was going on. And a friend of mine asked me that, is it all these things that you discuss with her? I said, yes. He said, ha. Ah. You are going to look for Allah, meaning that you are even the cause of the problem. I said, how? He said, there are things you don't discuss with her. I said, ha, if that is a problem, hmm. then really it is a problem because I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. I can't keep myself um, from discussing issues with her. I tell her every little details. I don't keep anything from her. In fact, even though this is not healthy and we can't um, we can't give it out to people, uh-huh. you need to understand each other before you practice this. Right from when we were um, in relationship before we married, uh, before our marriage, she was already my nest of kin to some of my bank accounts. Wow. And we we have started combining uh, revenue together to invest. This is dangerous, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> so please don't say ah. Dangerous. Ah. Please, oh, please, oh, know who you are in a relationship with. Make sure that you guys trust exactly. each other. Exactly. Disclaimer alert. Don't tell me story that touch you. But we already, we already knew that oh, this person that I'm in this relationship with is someone that I trust. She trusts me. 
she's open to me i'm open to her so there's no point hiding anything for me sure that in fact when we go for business whatever profits we make we decide on what we want to to do oh that's okay it was even when we were still in undergraduates that we decided to uh, to go into buying of lands and we went for a business and immediately we came back the profits we got and the little money we also had with us we decided to buy two plots of land in Ibadan even when we were undergraduates we bought it together and we were not we didn't separate it and we were not even married yet even our mentors they were uncomfortable with the way we were doing it people were complaining You always send me uh, chats to me, chats that uh, some of our mentors, our female mentors sent to us. They were always warning, now, why will you be doing this with a guy you are not married to? <laughs> When they said it to her, she reported it to me. I will check, I will just laugh and move on. Okay? So, we were that open with each other and it's very important. When you are in relationship with someone, if you can't be open, 100% with the person just leave the relationship it doesn't work it yeah it exactly so yeah thank you for sharing so, uh, uh, apart from all okay. those points it's necessary that you understand the love language of your partner so yeah. those people speaking each other's love language very well so i understand my my husband understood that my love language One of it yeah. is acts of service. So he was yeah. so caring, like overly caring. He'd go out of his way. There was one Akeola market every Friday in Ifeden. He would go there, get me a bag full of fruits, come to my house, drop it. He was just, he would check on me. Like my health was paramount to him. So there wow. were even times I, I always ask him, are you not afraid? about you said why is he have like there's nothing to be afraid of like he's not and that's true because anytime that maybe i'm not feeling well or something i have to go to the hospital he comes like he's always on time he comes there stay with me from early morning till he would not be able to get bus outside campus so we just go with the last bus to wow. his house because yeah, I started staying in town then so by 6am he's already back he was not staying over the night with me because the nurses wouldn't allow him so all the nurses and doctors they, they, they all know they him everything and feed me you know all those kinds so he knew that that was one thing that could get me out of things so wow. if you know that your partner is going to need you all of the time need you around that act of service and everything and you are just buying gifts you're wasting your time yeah so exactly. those are so the relationship will get boring by the way so those are the things the tips that kept us in five years wow. together wow that's that really really nice so your your husband was really for you know is either motorial or no or motorial there was no turning back yes. where his last <laughs> bus stop and it was really really good i really appreciate I that so um, he wasn't my last bus stop he was my first and last bus stop uh, uh, hey we're enjoying this <laughs> he was my first so, love and my first love no let me talk okay i was his first love actually but you were not my first love which love magic see how things have passed away i cannot remember bad day again try yeah amen 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 so it, it, it's been over over a month that you guys have been married so um i have been married was there any shock was there any surprises how has ah, been married no, no shock <laughs> i'll say that there was one day that we visited our mentor one of our mentors uh major mentor we visited him at his place of work and he was saying that by now that i'm sure, he's sure that we would have shocked each other That's what I've got. So, so yeah. he asked us, asked us, we were clueless because there was nothing. Because I always used to think that, is there anything about Olumide that I didn't know before? Is it possible? Actually, we were too close in our courtship and still having things to discover. Yet, exactly. we don't know yet. I don't know, maybe in 10 years. But now, nothing. Nothing no such. It's been that guy, That's that great guy. In fact, He used to help me with chores when we were in school. 
in my wow. place it helped me with a lot my mom my mom actually she like bets with bets it with me that it's not going to happen in marriage my mom was like akini that is going to change that guys are not i'm a elder sister but no my husband has not changed but when i'm still sleeping in the morning so especially when the amatan was still out i wake around eight mm-hmm. when he's going to work just give me a peck that he's already going to work uh you tell me that he has already dished my food in the cooler that i should take it and all of those things he will do everything basically in the house it's yeah, true that enjoying this love thing you guys are you guys are really enjoying this marriage thing no? hey yeah they are really enjoying it the marriage is sweet so all of you should come on board marriage is sweet thank you so much so um how do you guys manage emotions when you guys um before the relate before the marriage where were there sex involved and if not how did they how, how are you guys able to do it like Tell us, come on, just tell us about that. Because you guys are really, really close, and it was five years. How did you guys do it? Okay. Um, when the relationship started, I mean, when we started our love relationship, there was this day we were chatting on WhatsApp, and then I asked her if she was a virgin. And she told me, yes. Sincerely, I was surprised. I was shocked. That what? You see, Virgin? Oh my God. So I told her that day, I promised her, I said, see, I'm not going to deflower you until we are married. And I kept my promise. Congrats. We didn't have sex. Was it easy? Was it easy? How did you guys do this? Like, you guys travel together, you guys together. My sister, it wasn't easy. Tell us how it was. Tell us. It's not easy. It's not easy. Actually, emotions are because we were really close, actually. So it wasn't that easy. We there were there were a lot of points. There were a lot of reasons that we decided to keep ourselves and no sex until marriage. Although it wasn't a virgin so i had wait I've, i've told you several times to stop saying i wasn't a virgin so why <laughs> so what for I... good 10 years good 10 years i didn't have sex so what happened so you not turned back to my life to christ and the bible says all things have passed away I... behold I... all things have become new new. so I became a virgin later. Okay, okay. We agree. So he, he actually stayed um celibate. celibate yeah. for 10 years. So that's that's a great thing. But I cannot understand how it turned I became a virgin all over again. So that one no left that's to him and part God. of the mysteries of the kingdom. I heard but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so now <laughs> so actually so you know somebody that have already yeah, had yeah. It so it's not easy and when you have somebody that you really love and in fact there were times that I couldn't stay alone because of my health I have to let's just say that we trusted God because you know if anytime we want to there were temptations and all of that yeah. but we just pray we prayed about sometimes to tell our mentors there was a particular yeah. mentor that we used to tell and also there was a time that we were doing thank you appreciation something at the end of the month if we are able to keep ourselves we send thank you to each other you know all those kind of things celebrate yeah. we celebrate each other so those are um, the ways that we're able to help each other wow that's so good like because I, I, I like the fact that you guys involved mentors and you guys knew that, okay, these are triggers. These are something that you shouldn't play with. You didn't just go with the flow. You guys were really, really intentional. And I, yes. I like the fact that you guys were celebrating your wins. Like every month, thing, go, thing, go. I, I think people should incorporate that. You know, just... Yes, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. It's not just thank God, though. We actually sent texts to each other to, to thank wow. each other. Wow, that's so good. That's so good to say. Um... 
I, I, I think based on uh, all the issues, the things we've talked about, we've dealt with finances. That so you guys all earn money from each other. It's our money, not your money. My money is yes. our yes. money. Yes, this marriage, nobody has separate money. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's really, really good. Has uh, there been any disagreements while being married? And how do you reconcile? Like any at all? Like, yeah, I think in uh, of course, maybe disagreement is not big, so it's not really like you know something like um, friends, siblings, and all of that. So sometimes we have there was a major one I've even forgotten. Sir. Mm. Okay. I think I even did something to you one day that I wanted to start battlefront. Like you said something that is no. I want to go and I'm mm. waiting that. <laughs> Am I going to go and pray with that? <laughs> okay, this was what happened. I came back from work and I was exhausted and I I, I told her that <clears throat> she should go and prepare something <laughs> for me to eat. And it was intentional because I knew it was time for her to go for battle. Uh, um, wow. Battle from... So she said, eh, what do you mean? I have prayer. I said I should go and cook. <laughs> What's cooking? I said, madam, go into that kitchen and prepare something for me to eat. She didn't uh, answer. She just went into the room to start um, the prayer. And I just went to the kitchen. I was doing my thing. I knew she was going to come back <laughs> and meet me in the kitchen. So I just continued and suddenly I just saw her. She came to the kitchen and she said, okay, what do you want me to do? I said, ah, I thought you said you wanted to go and pray. Then he said, but you said you want to eat now. I said, so why did you not, why did you not come? I, I told her, I said, I was intentional about it and I was waiting. Get that, deep behind me. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting that that Holy Spirit that will join you. Exactly. Will not tell you that you should first go and obey your husband. Can you imagine? Can you hear God? So it was exactly. So I, so There's I told no that way that she could have prayed. Just continue with your prayer. I will. I will make the food. So I. I. I made the the dinner for that night. And when she was done with the prayer, I ate mine. When she was done, she ate hers also. <laughs> Then the disagreement I can say we had. It wasn't a disagreement also. It was um you see this my wife, eh? God forgive me. He's overprotective. Uh-huh. Over overprotective. So that one is overprotective. So, so I got I got a call for a business and I and it's it's looking like a big one. We are still on it. We are still deliberating on it. So I told her about it. I was in the office, and these people reached out to me, and they wanted me to come to their office so that we can discuss on the yeah. terms and conditions of the contract. And I told my wife about it, and she was like, "Hey." We don't know these people. Nigeria is now bad. <laughs> Everything we are hearing people. So what are, are you doing? People, this and that. You know that I love you. Let me talk now. <laughs> so she said I should make sure that I did not go alone, that I should reach out to somebody. We should go together. So I reached out to uh, a brother of mine. We were supposed to go together, but when it was time, I called him. His number, his number was going, but he didn't pick up. So I just decided to go. I used... Um, man's mind you know oh. and i went there that nothing's going to happen so maybe i got there you know when you go for business um deals like that it is important to put your phone on silence so that your phone yeah. will be distracted. so maybe yeah, i got cool. there i put my phone on silence and then after the uh the discussion when i left i forgot to Put my to switch my phone uh, to remove it from silence and also yeah. to call. Done. She had been calling me 
and my phone was inside my bag. I hmm. didn't know God. Wasn't that yesterday that I was looking for you? I was already trying to call the police. She had called everybody she could call. I mean, uh, informing them that we were found missing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was already missing, no? Hey? Okay. I, I had to call my uncle in Lagos. All of them started and when I go back home, <laughs> I can't explain it to her. This is what happened. I'm sorry. Huh. It was huh. intention. My phone huh. was on silence. These and that. You know, as I was saying my own, she was just giving it back to me. <laughs> as I was saying my own, she was just giving it back to Maybe me. Maybe it has to do with your safety, sir. Mr. Shaki, I'm not going to take it easy on you. Can you, you can you can even you can see that sound eh, in her tone. You can see how she's talking. For you to know what I went through. <laughs> <laughs> it's just by mercy that I forgave you that yesterday. Okay. Thank you for forgiving me. Yeah, so it's it's that it's gonna have been and it was really traumatizing. I can I can relate that. Because we tried to call somebody like so many things we going through our mind, praying, everything. So just yeah. it was unlike you. It was unlike you. So exactly, no he was calling his phones. He was not picking. Everybody was calling him. He was not picking. That's I was true. very okay. afraid. Yeah, yeah. He's my uh. husband. I don't joke with you. <laughs> I don't joke. Uh, I cannot. Thank you can I kiss you? Uh, are you okay? <laughs> we are doing business now. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really enjoyed having this conversation with both of you. Like you guys really owned it. Like really guys owned it. So uh, before we go, um, I would like you guys to give advice of to singles to put a um in a relationship and marriage. Like what would you like to share with them? based on your experience, like what we like to share with them. So from um Mrs. Ashake first then we go to Mr. Ashake. <laughs> okay. Uh, singles are married together, right? Yeah. So I'll just say that God is important in any marriage. So if you are going to think marriage, you have to think God. You cannot even separate him from anything marriage any attempt to do so will land you in something like a misery so you are not going to like what's going to be the turn out of it then i want to advise the singles that they should be careful about their choice their choices so if you are a guy and you're single ensure that you make choice of a woman whom you can love yeah if you are a lady, ensure that you accept the proposal of somebody you are able to submit to. You cannot run marriage outside the templates God has given for marriage. So it is very important that you know that choice is very important. The kind of people you have the opportunity to choose who you will love before marriage. But after marriage, inside marriage, you mm-hmm. do not have such opportunity. You must love whom you have chosen. Exactly. So there is no other choice for you again. You must just love the person, no matter how the person turns out to be. So that's my advice for the singles. Thank you. Thank you so much. Dr. Mr. Ashake, quickly on this one. Um, I will say... Okay, let me put it this way. God, love, communication, sacrifice, and trust. For both singles and married, you need to understand that if you are going into any relationship with someone, God first. God first. When you are considering that person, when you are, say, single, God first. Make sure that you don't leave God behind. Don't say yes, and then after you start checking if God is in a yeah. relationship. No. <laughs> Let God be the one to tell you he's in a relationship, he's in the relationship with you. Then, love. Know that love is not just a feeling. It is a deliberate action. 
you must be deliberate about it. It's not like, I feel I love you today. I feel I don't love you tomorrow. Feeling can change, but love does not. Yeah. Your love of someone must not be affected by the way you feel about that person. Yes. Today, I might feel good about my wife. Tomorrow, I might not feel good about her. But every day, I love her. And all my actions must be based on the love I have for her, not on the way I feel. We might have disagreement today, and I might not feel good. I might just leave and go to work. But that doesn't mean I don't love her. I still do. And if I'm to act, I'm going to act in love and not uh, the way I feel. Also, communication is very important in every relationship. You guys have to communicate with each other. You have to be open-minded towards each other. Yeah. Then, sacrifice. We all have our weaknesses and we all have our strength. Understand each other's weaknesses and strengths and work on it. Be sacrificial about each other. When someone needs something, make sure you do it. Give your best to each other and then trust. In fact, Bible says, can two work together except they agree. Except they agree on the direction they want to go. You need to trust each other that I can go on this journey with this person without having a doubt. I can go on this journey. It is a lifetime journey. So you must be able to trust each other that I can go on this lifetime journey with this person because a lot of things will happen that is going to test your trust. In fact, a lot of things that is going to test your love for that person and it's going to test your trust. So if you are not sure this is someone I can trust, it's better not to go into the relationship with the person. And I always tell people also that please try as much as you can not to break that trust. Hmm. When someone trusts you, Please just make sure they keep trusting you. The moment you break that trust, they will only try to keep trusting. And that's the truth. Do not be deceived. Your wife can trust you. Even if they tell her that we saw your husband in a prostitute's house, he will tell them he went there for evangelism. (laughs) (laughs) But the moment she catches you red and dead, she will only be trying from that moment to trust you. It can never be the same again. Even if when you have truly changed. So I always tell people, please try as much as possible to make sure that that trust, you don't break it. You don't break it. All right. Thank you. Thank you mm. so much. Wow. Orola. Okay. Mrs. Ashaka, what would you like to say with Mr. Ashakira at this moment? Mm. Don't worry. My yes, my yes, and Blocked. I will, I'm putting my earpiece on, so my darling, I want to tell you that you already know that I love you, so I'm not going to be repeating that. But I just want to ask if there's marriage, there's going to be marriage in everyone, so that I can just beg God to also receive you for me because I love you so much. And I would love, love to keep doing this marriage thing with you. I don't want to ever stop. If there's also coming back, like in afterlife, if it's possible, let's just be together. I don't want to be your sister because <laughs> let's just be husband and wife, lovers. Yes, I love that. I love you so much. You've been 
caring your one unique man you know what you want you are special you don't even you're not concerned about all this cultural bias and all those things even when people in our community in our area are looking at you that how is this man doing all of these things you don't even care how you are all you care about is the purpose for our marriage and my well-being and everything and that's that's what you greet i honor you i respect you for that i love you so much and you make submission even very easy because you don't give me tough rules that that are too hard for me like you just you are very understanding and caring and everything you have not even changed there's no difference between we keep being friends and then you have stayed faithful to giving me gifts see i don't even know what to say shy just to tell you that i'm happy being your wife i want to continue <laughs> to be to dare do us part in 100 years time Love you, babe. So, Mr. Hake. Wow. Your head is swelling. I can't care me. My boy. My sunshine. My treasure. You are the best thing that has ever happened to me. You know, you told me Even when we were just friends, that the day I told you that I'm motherless, motherless baby. <laughs> when we were just friends, you told me you said from then that you were going to be my mother, mm. and you have always been my mother. Mm. I love you so much. I know you came into my life. and you brought light into it i can only imagine what my life would have been without you mm. thank you for everything thank you for loving me thank you for accepting me <laughs> the way i am thank you for taking care of me oh Thank you for chastising me when I need it. <laughs> <laughs> like yesterday, uh, it's okay. I want you to know that I treasure you so much. <clears throat> I promise that I won't make you cry. I will keep loving you, and I will be a good father to our children. Oh, I love you, man. Amen. Thank you. Wow. That really took in an emotional. I guess I really want to stand in my so don't worry. My God's grace, my time is going to come. So I, I really appreciate you guys sharing all of this with us, being open, being honest. Like it, it radiates. I can, I can see you guys basking with the love that you guys have for each other. And mm-hmm. God bless you both. God keep you both. Amen. companions you've had from the ashakes and you know that love is this marriage is sweet so um please share this podcast share with your friends sub- subscribe favorite it you know and if you want to bring any guests bring um share any topic just let me know you can email me on my companion podcast at gmail.com or reach out to me on whatsapp or call 081701 9044. Until I come your way, um, you yeah, ask my companion to love, faith, and life. Bye bye.